0: Welcome to the God-centered recovery podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's crazy because you know I'm thinking about this scenario and um like you know, almost once the feds get involved, like usually the feds don't get involved unless they're going to give you seven years. <laughs> like, so if you tell me that you didn't serve seven years in prison, I'm just going to be like amazed. Like,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so not only that, but like, that was, it was seven years on one charge. <laughs> and I, and I had five of them. So yeah. Um, you know, 35 years. And then you double that um, Yeah, as a, as a crime of opportunity. And so it could, it could have been serious, but once I issued that challenge, uh, prior to that, I just need to fill this in because it won't make sense if I don't, I'd had a conversation with my mother where she said, um, you're not my son. I don't want to hear from you. Excuse me. You made your bed. Now lay in it. And she was just upset, you know, um, to this day, she claims she didn't say it, uh, <laughs> but I, I can assure you she did. But it yeah. was almost like God had her say that specifically so that I would give up all hope because that was my last lifeline. Like if once my mom shut me off, I knew that I had no hope. And it was mm-hmm. shortly after that, that I'd read the the paper. Like it was the next day. Um, but uh, an hour after I issued that challenge, I had called my wife. Um, <laughs> we got married a week before I burglarized this pharmacy. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh,
0: Happy we'd actually got married in a funeral
1: home, <laughs> uh, which was kind of funny. Um, wow. but yeah, we got married in a funeral home. She was, um, I had drug her into that lifestyle Um, she was nowhere near where I was, but, um, she was definitely involved. Um, she ended up getting probation from all of it and she completed successfully and her record's been expunged. But, um, anyway, I called my wife and she says, your mom wants you to call her. And I was like, okay, you know, she probably just wants to yell at me or whatever, but I'll call her. And so I call and she's first thing out of her mouth. She said, Jesse, you're my son. You'll always be my son. I love you. Hang in there we we're getting you an attorney, we're gonna get you some help and I was just floored because when my mom says like it's hard to imagine it without knowing who my mom is, but when my mom says something, that's it that's you can write it down, you can chisel it into stone. it's not changing, and so for her to change that rapidly um after me issuing that challenge, I just kinda like. Looked up <laughs> you know like <laughs> oh,
0: okay, you know something's working this yeah.
1: this may be you, you know, um, it's kind of the the conversation I started having. I still didn't want to believe that God was working on my behalf, but it was it's hard not to acknowledge that difference, and so uh within a couple of days, I found out that my mom had gotten me the best attorney around, um guys super high profile anyway. She got she got him and um, within a couple of weeks after that, I ended up, <laughs> this funny story, she said, we're going to get you into rehab. The attorney said, the best thing for you to do is to go to rehab and complete before you go to court. So we're going to send you to rehab, but I'm having trouble finding a place to get you in because I spent all this money on this attorney and I don't have several thousand dollars to get you into another place. And I was like, She said, well, one of them, she said, it could be 30 days, could be uh, 90 days, like three months, or it could be six months. Um, I said, look, I don't care. It can be 30 days, uh, 90 days, six months. It could be a year. I'm good with it. Like, I just want out of jail, you know, send me to, to treatment. And God was well aware of everything that I was saying the entire time, obviously. And as soon as I said, I don't care even if it's a year long. The only facility that could get me in <laughs> was a year long and it was absolutely free yeah okay? he was, was
0: going to make sure that this stuff stuck <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and um and it was free, you know, yeah, crazy, you know, everybody charges a few thousand dollars for treatment, and so to get in for free and then for an entire year is just unheard of, and so um I ended up leaving. I was uh, actually transported from the, the ADC, the adult detention center, um, to their custody. They showed up at the bondsman's uh, office and I'm wearing the clothes that I was arrested in that had been like all moldy and (laughs) because they were wet when, uh, when I got arrested, because I'd gotten like water all over them before they threw me down and stuff. But anyway, um, so I'm wearing these like stinky, nasty clothes because I just changed out of the orange jumper into this. And it's like, I'm in their care, but I leave there and I go to this facility and on the, like, I remember pulling up in the driveway. Um, they, and they tell you certain things like, because my story was so, um, it, it was like such a big thing. You know, it wasn't like I just did drugs and then I'm at the facility, but I burglarized the pharmacy, you know, like I was a, I was a hero in the jail, you know, everybody (laughs) had a brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, They had seen it Mm, on the news. They had seen it in the paper, you know, like I was a big deal or whatever (laughs) in the the criminal world. Um, (laughs) They wanted to know where I hid the rest of it, you know? So when I got out, you know, they wanted to know all this stuff that didn't exist, but um, anyway, uh he tells me don't share any of that just you know come in be humble you know stick stick to yourself do what we ask you to do and you'll be fine well i remember pulling up in the driveway and i said okay i see i'm talking to god i'm like okay i see that you're working in my life i see that you're you're doing something um and i don't know what you're doing but obviously everything that i've done up to this point has been wrong because i've screwed up everything so I'm just going to be a blank slate and you teach me how to live. Just teach me. And that's what I did. Like I, mm-hmm. from day one, I just remain. I was a blank slate. And for the very, like the whole next year I fell in love with God, learned his word. I read his word every day. And then I started discovering that there were passages in the Bible that you could actually live out. Like I, I know that sounds simple, but, or now it sounds simple to me, but at the time I'd always seen the Bible as like something that was talked about on Sunday morning. Yeah. It was was an old book, you know, um, with old stories, but to really recognize that you could take this
0: principles. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And like turn around and live it out. I was blown away. Um, because they worked, (laughs) you know, it's like, Oh (laughs) wow. Okay um so don't worry about anything but seek first god's kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will will be added unto me okay
0: yeah. and
1: so like i did that and everything yeah. started working out that and then, has
0: been one of the most powerful things because you know being an entrepreneur is um is scary yeah because you know when you rely on somebody's paycheck and i have for so long that you know all of these new scriptures Uh, they're becoming real and relevant to me where before it was like not so much, but that's one of them. It's like, so I'm not supposed to worry. And and it's weird because everything always works out. And I did worry. I word myself into a freaking (laughs) bleeding ulcer. Right. Yeah. But uh, when I begin to put into practice, you know, the word, like you're talking about, then there's peace and a calmness, you know what I mean? So it's powerful,
1: powerful stuff. Um, one of my favorite ones with that, you know, it, um, it says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And like, I would be worried one of the, one of the real big pitfalls with a lot of the guys, cause I was at a facility, all male facility, uh, faith-based facility. There were about 50 men there. I started off just doing odd jobs because to earn your keep, so to speak, like that's why it didn't cost because you were going to work. Um, but it was a, it's an offshoot of team challenge. I don't know if you've ever oh, heard of it. Very familiar.
0: I, uh, I interviewed the castle over in Riverside, California.
1: Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well they use uh team challenges curriculum uh-huh. and they send people to Cape Girardeau to finish up. Which is Teen Challenges uh, U.S. headquarters is in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and um, or one of them anyway. But they they use their curriculum, but keep most of the guys that are essential there on on campus. And I couldn't leave the state, so I I stayed there instead of going to Cape. Um, But for that year, I was um, I was trained on Teen Challenges curriculum, and I remember watching guys start to get worried about situations happening with their family or um you know with even the world it was the craziest thing like we were talking about going to war with syria or something during that time Mm -hmm. and like three guys left because they thought we were fixing to go to war with syria and they wanted to be with their families like they used anything at all as an excuse to go back out and that verse like that section of verses totally changed everything for me. It was like, okay, don't be anxious about anything. So don't don't sweat any of it. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, okay, I got it. So I just started praying about everything and thanking God for answering the prayer Mm -hmm. and, and keeping my eyes and my ears open to his answers so that I understood what he was doing. And it just changed. Everything changed. Like, no more anxiety, no more stress, no more worry. Um, now I still deal with everybody deals with that kind of stuff, but it wasn't to the degree that it once was. Yeah. And,
0: dominating your life. Right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. But, um, that was a beautiful time in my life. I, I was the head cook. Um, so I cooked breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 50 men. And, um, it was the perfect position for me because, my schedule was the exact opposite of everybody else's because I had to have the food ready. So I got to have the whole kitchen to myself other than the people, the other guys that helped me prepare the meals and serve the meals and clean up after. Um, But I got to have the whole kitchen to myself. So I would literally just sit in the kitchen and read the Bible. And um, there was a couple other books that I read while I was there outside of the Bible. But it was just, um, it was perfect. It was exactly what I needed. God knew what I needed. And um, I remember telling people that the man I was after three months in there was nothing compared to the man that I was after (laughs) six months. And then the man that I was at six months was a child compared to the man I was at 10 months, you know? Yeah. It's
0: amazing. uh, uh, This exponential growth we experience when we yeah. Just get in there and, and get serious, man. It's, it's amazing.
1: It is. It really is. Um, I recommend like, I've got several people now that reach out to me. I do counseling and uh, mentorship and, um, you know, there's families that there's man addiction's such a big deal. Now it's, it's in every family. It don't matter what the income level, where they live. Like everybody knows somebody that's either addicted or in recovery. Yeah. And, um, you know, they'll reach out to me and they'll say, okay, I, I think I'm going to send them to this 30 day treatment. I was like, look, it's worked for some people. I'll, I'll say that, but send them to the longest one possible. <laughs> because They're going to hate that, but it is the very best thing for them. Yeah. Um, Cause I remember it, it was a good thing that I was court ordered to that year. Cause there were days that I wanted to leave, you know, but um, I knew that if I left, I was going to prison. So <laughs> it was better just to stay. Um, but I tell right. people all the time, look, get them court ordered. Get them court ordered to a year-long program because yeah. uh, you, you totally, you're totally different three months in than you are six months, yeah. nine months. And, you know, I've just taken that and I've, I've ran with it. Um, my wife has, has run alongside me and that's been very, very, uh, helpful. She's been such a blessing. God put the exactly the right woman in my life who stood with me. Um, although she was involved, she, her dad was pressuring her to divorce me and you know, all this stuff. And yeah, she stood by my side the whole way through. Um, and she's been a huge, huge encouragement. So that's, that's awesome. It's been awesome. But today, um, though, just to kind of finish this off, I, I graduated from there and, uh, went to court. Uh, I did get put on drug court, which was the best thing. Um, because it gave me a, a system of accountability. Uh, even though I'd been in there and I'd fell in love with Jesus and, you know, been doing this for a year and had all this clean time. It was good cause I was out in the world again and there were, I wasn't in that spiritual bubble of being in a yeah. facility, you know, and uh, you're faced with all the problems of the world. Now you've got bills and <laughs> you've got more stress and, and all this stuff. So having that three years of accountability was amazing, knowing that I was going to get drug tested three or four times a week, um, at least twice a week. It was, it was really, really good. But I, I went through drug court. I graduated from there. And so my record has been expunged while I was on drug court um I knew that I had been called into the ministry and so I s- started serving um as a helper in the youth group where I was at and then I took a youth pastor position uh at another church served there for 4 years um I recently stepped down from that a few months back and um now I've I've started doing what I am what I'm doing now with the unshakable yeah. life um Now, I have um, submitted myself to another local church. Um, I believe it's important to be under the authority of a a local pastor and have a local body. And so we we do have a local church that we attend regularly. And um, in January, I'll be starting my biblical counseling certification. Nice. And uh, it's the most uh, highly sought after, most difficult certification you can get when it comes to biblical counseling. But I'm um, excited about it. I'm going to specialize in addiction, marriage counseling, and reconciliation. Nice. Um, but I should be finished with that sometime um, either in the middle or towards the end of next year because uh, it's it's a lot. It just depends on how quick I can get after it. But yeah, um, once I finish the, the counseling certification, I plan on going full-time into counseling and um, having my own practice. And That's so, awesome. Doing the unshakable Life and all the things involved with that on Facebook, Instagram, the podcast, YouTube channel, and then having my own private practice um, where I'll do something kind of like this, where I can do counseling over the internet internet and yeah. um, do counseling, one-on-one counseling in person and do um, group events and stuff like that, retreats. That's powerful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, uh, definitely got the same mindset. Yeah. Hey, um, what advice would you give somebody just starting out this journey? Cause I know they, um, uh, you know, they, they might be looking at their life and they, they've, you know, made a couple steps in the right direction, um, uh, and they're kind of wobbly <laughs> and, yeah. uh, they just need, uh, you know, encouragement and support. Like what, um, what advice would you give just starting out?
1: Um, well, and you're talking about starting out in reference to just kind of like recovery. Yeah. There's just,
0: just coming into it.
1: Absolutely. Um, if you, if you're a man or woman of faith, I would highly recommend finding a local mentor, somebody that you can just get in there with every single day. Every time you're struggling, you can pick up the phone and call them or text them or meet them for coffee or whatever. Um, a mentor will totally change your life. That's one of the things that I've, I still have to this very day. I'm seven years in and, um, it's, it's life changing, but as a companion with that, cause your mentor would tell you this, but, uh, stay in God's word every single day, yeah. every day without fail, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes. Um, but coupling that with prayer, you know, it's kind of like, um, I don't know. One of the, one of my mentors told me a, a while back, it's been years ago. If you could, um, I usually draw it out for people, but I don't know how well you'd be able to see it here. But if you had like a circle in the middle, and if you could just draw layers of circles around that little dot in the center mm-hmm. and imagine that each one of those layers is a protection against Ooh, relapse That's good. and that's the very really yeah, the very center dot is relapse. The more layers you have, the less likely you are to relapse and the more joy and, and purpose you're going to have in your life. Um, some of those layers will be real easy to break. Like your family probably didn't stop you from using before, but your family still a layer. Um, so like maybe your wife is a layer, your kid is a layer, or kids are a layer. Um, your local church is a layer, mm-hmm. your local Bible study or NA or AA meetings. Um, I have no problem with NA or AA meetings. They're, they're good. Um, they serve a certain purpose and uh, they have some, they have some really good knowledge uh, in there. I don't, it's kind of like anything else, uh, eat the meat, spit out the bone, but, mm-hmm. um, they have some really, really good stuff. But anyway, each one of those layers, if you can imagine a traumatic event, is going to pierce down through those layers. Well, that, that, you know, the kids might not stop. Hopefully they didn't mess up the audio too bad. (laughs) Um, We're good. The kids may not stop you. You know, that layer may not stop you. The wife may not stop you. The church may not stop you, but that mentor is going to stop you, you know, and then you can rebuild on those layers again. um, It's powerful. Life is going to happen. It, that's, we live in a fallen world and there's, bad stuff that happens every day and you're going to go through peaks and you know, mountaintops and valleys and life's going to be great one day and and really tough the next. And so you need those layers. Uh, yeah. But the mentor is one of the most important ones.
0: That's powerful. You know, I just, uh, uh, want to throw out there just another layer. Uh, it's pretty popular lately, but it's just getting in touch with your why. And, uh, when it comes to recovery, we need to make it plain, like put it on paper. Like, why, why am I doing this? Why do I want this? You know, uh, I actually have it right up here. I, I, it's, it's long. It's, it's quite a bit. I look at it every single day, but, uh, it has everything to do with my legacy and that I want to leave, um, the impact that I want to make on other people, programs that I want to build, the books that I want to write, uh, financial goals, intimacy goals, um, just everything, a holistic to my life. So it's just like, yeah. When opposing desires come in, cause we all have them, these opposing desires that conflict yeah. my why, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's pretty strong. It's pretty yeah. strong. Why? And so, uh, you know, I think we just, you know, think about those things and let it sink in deep. Um, so we can withstand those little pressures, you know?
1: Yeah. That's, um, that's really, really good. Cause I can tell you that that why, and I, before people started saying it, like that term, you know, find right. why and all that, like before it became a The church had thing, it, the yeah, church had it for a um, long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I didn't even realize that it was a thing and I just, I kind of did it um, because my, one of my mentors told me to write down, you know, what what is your goals in life? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you in recovery? Um, What's, what's the purpose behind all of this? And so I literally wrote pages of stuff, like talking about different relationships and all this stuff. And he says, okay, now condense it down into a couple sentences. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't do that. Like, I, just, I just wrote 15 pages, man. You my know? <laughs> mission
0: is to pursue my why. <laughs> no,
1: like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh. I, I started off with, um, you know, basically, because I didn't have, we didn't have our daughter at the time, but that I, I lived 150 miles an hour for Satan. And so because I had been saved and redeemed and, and God literally saved my life. Cause I, I should have either one overdosed or been killed in the middle of a drug deal for half a million dollars. You know, <laughs> um, uh, there's so many things that should have happened, but didn't. So I, ha- I was determined to live at 150 miles an hour or better for God. And, um, I was determined to learn apologetics, uh, cause I was, like I said, I was really well versed on the other side. And so I wanted to be able to be on this side and, and be able to try to, to help people understand that, you know, Christianity is valid and the word of God is, is truthful. And we have a lot of data to back that up, um, a right. lot of historical data. And anyway, I put all that together and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm devoting my whole self to Christ in every aspect, everything that I do. Um, And that was my initial thing. Like, that's how I condensed it down. But now kind of like you, I want to leave a legacy. I want to bring my daughter up in the instruction and discipline of the Lord. I want to be able to look back on my life and say, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord, you Mm -hmm. know, um, going down to grandkids and great grandkids, and you know, just leave a lasting yeah. uh, touch on everybody in my family and, and those that are not in my family. You know,
0: yeah, I have the same desire. You know, I want to, you know, four or five generations because, you know, my, my parents' generation they left a legacy of um, shame you know and failure and um there's been this ripple effect of sin that has traveled through my family that uh that i experienced and um but it's getting weaker and weaker and it's getting weaker because the stand that i took you know what i mean and so i don't want any doubt and so (laughs) i'll tell you brother when i leave this this world you know my legacy my my children my grandchildren they're going to know what i'm about there's going to be yeah there's going to be this trail of just content, books, and a podcast. It just that's right. They're gonna, they're gonna know. Um, so, the man, that's Isn't what that it's cool? all about. It is cool.
1: Isn't that so cool? Like we get to literally leave our voice and our face, and you know, and our videos for generations and generations and generations to go back and say, "Well, this is my great great grandfather," you know. Yeah. And, it's and he helped people every day of his life. Like he, he helped people live according to God's word and their lives were forever changed. And just knowing that you get to leave that for forever, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's Powerful. so cool. And, Powerful. uh, I don't know if you ever think about this and I don't mean to take up a whole bunch of time, but no, that's I think about standing before Jesus, you know, whenever our lives end or whenever he returns or whatever the case is. and, I always call it the web, but it's kind of like, um, you know, you touched this one person's life by something you said or did, and then they went and touched a hundred people. And then those hundred people went and touched five more people. And, you know, like I think of like a spider web and it just keeps kind of like branching out and branching out and branching out. Um, my wife and I were talking about this yesterday because a lot of what we do really uh, shifted. Uh, About nine months ago. Um, And it happened from a post on a comment on a post on Facebook. (laughs) Somebody had left a link to a movie. And we went and watched the movie. And I was, uh, I was blown away. And so was my wife. And I said, you know, uh, thinking back, like that one person is going to get such a reward for Mm -hmm. making a comment on a Facebook post you know
0: isn't that crazy
1: and they probably oh, don't even goodness. realize that like how much it changed us and changed other people but one day we're going to stand before the king and he's going to give us a clear picture good and bad of what our decisions our our words you know the idle words and the the ones spoken in love the effect that they had and um i want yeah i want to leave that legacy like you're saying you know i want to yeah leave all words of love and wisdom, uh, to help people break free from this mess, man. Cause the, the world will tangle you up and you'll lose your life before you know it. But God has, has freedom and he has answers.
0: That's
1: powerful brother. Yeah.
0: So, um, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, where can people find you? Do you have a website blog?
1: Yeah. Uh, you can go to the And, um, you can find me literally everywhere, either by one of two, uh, names, either Jesse James Farrell, my, my Mm -hmm. name or the unshakable life. Um, but I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, got the blog, got the podcast, got the website, um. You can find me on anywhere podcast are available, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, you know, all that stuff. So awesome. either uh, the unshakable life or Jesse James Farrell.
0: Awesome, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Absolutely, man.
0: Alrighty. All right. You too, brother. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.